Today we're going to be interviewing Josh Coles and I'm going to tell you straight up, Josh is an absolutely brilliant friend of mine. There's two reasons I'm interviewing for this podcast. One is because he was actually the first interview I recorded and I thought I'd be a great trial person who wouldn't care if I messed things up, which by the way, ultimately I did. The second reason I asked Josh to be on this and the main reason was because he is a brilliant case study for anyone who has studied one area and then decided to move into something else. And the reason for that is Josh killed it at university. We did the same-ish thing around the same time, more or less. And Josh was the golden boy. He could not have done any more. He was literally the poster boy for your perfect student in that he was involved in everything. He ran everything. He knew every contact. He was incredible. But he ultimately decided that the area he was going down wasn't for him and he walked away from it. And he's done very well. He's absolutely no regrets out of that. He has a brilliant job. I'm going to let him speak for himself in a second to explain exactly what that is. But I find his particular journey of interest because he, unlike me, very well could have went down that area. He could have followed his degree path and, and stuck to the kind of almost set out path for him. But he decided that wasn't what he wanted to do. And I think letting go of that is incredibly difficult. And so, yeah, I'm going to let him speak for himself. Also, a bit about interviewing on my part. Josh refers to his company, Contrapunto, several times during the interview. He set that up himself and ran it for several years. But I forgot to ask him to explain that during the interview. So, my apologies. Anyway, Josh Coles. Welcome to Graduate Compass, the podcast for graduates who haven't quite figured out what their next step is going to be. You're very welcome to the podcast, Josh. I thought we'd start off with a nice easy one. What did you study and what are you doing now? Oh, sure, of course. Um, okay, so I uh, my degree was in um, officially titled Media Production, TV and Radio. Um, so it's very, very, very much a creative uh, degree, um, and I now um, work for a um, very, very different side sidestep to to what I thought I would be doing. A company which basically builds mobility products, build and designs mobility products, and I am the marketing manager. It's really varied. Um, I've learned. I mean, I've been now uh, with the business for nearly two years now, and. Um, I've learned so many new skills and so much that I didn't even think was possible. Um, and the role is so varied. I mean, we're, we're you know, we're a small lean team. Um, so one day, you know, I might be doing design work. The next minute I might be liaising with, uh, you know, uh, other press contacts, you know, to, to, to work with our products. And the next day it might be all about strategy with our dealers to online strategy, how we, we're sort of advertising online or website, social media. And, was it always your plan to move from film and media into marketing? No, no, not at all. I, I, <laughs> my complete plan, you know, if I had a plan, you know, before I went to, to university was really, 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 really want to work in the media industry. I want to help make uh, programs with people. I want to sort of, you know, be, be behind the scenes and guiding the creative talent, helping them give the best performance um, and bring all the team together, you know, whether it be, um, you know, a camera person, whether it be sound engineer, an editor, a director. Um, 
and for me a very clear route to that was was to become a, a producer um so that would be starting very much at the bottom maybe working as a as a you know even even though you get a degree um in the industry working as a as a runner um, and then working your way up to production assistants assistant or and then a, a, a scheduler or whatever it may be um and then working to assistant producer and and really sort of working up the ranks so that I ended up helping basically as a producer run the business of a um, of a show, whether that be TV or radio. Um, I was always more um, drawn to, to working in television. Um, and that's kind of really why I wanted to um, wanted to, to study that. And when I went to the University of Sunderland, which is where I studied media production, TV and radio, um, it was very clear that that institution at the time um, was going to be able to provide the best possible opportunity, whether it be the facilities, um, the teaching, um, and just the extra, what I'd classify as the extra curriculum. Can you talk us through, I suppose, for want of a better phrase, the in-between period, between finishing your degree and you know setting up to be a producer, and then making a sort of transition and somewhere along the line deciding you know what I'm going to go in a dis- different direction and eventually kind of finding a career in something that on paper looks completely different marketing I feel that the, the, how I went from sort of media to marketing was it wasn't really something that was planned um, I think a lot of you know when you talk about your career when you're sort of planning what you want to do your your milestones or your goals um, as so many people talk about it's very easy to kind of get caught caught up in that. Um, for me, uh, what how I would sort of look at things is everything was very much very very transferable. Um, I mean, I I went from 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 my degree, if it helps, I went from, you know, you know, I, I went to uh, I applied for something called the BBC Talent, the Production Talent Pool at the time. It was PCP. Uh, it's a bit different now. It's in a different different guise. Been rebranded several times since what was uh, eight years ago now, <laughs> nearly a decade ago, gosh. Um, and that was my inroad into what would be effectively known as the Beeb. Um, and there was lots of amazing opportunities presented to me, um, whether it be running opportunities on shows, production assisting. Um, and it just didn't really, for lots of different reasons, which we can go into, didn't really tick the box. Um, I then started up very briefly a um what would be a production company outside of a business hatchery environment from the, the, the University of Sunderland um, uh, ran and, and, and produced called the, uh, at the time it was um, Creativi- Creative, Creative, Creativity Works or Creative Works. Gosh, I hope we get the name right now. It's the enterprise place at the University of Sunderland. Um, worked with several, a group of graduates um, from similar courses, um, digital film production courses, um, to name a few. Um, and worked with them on on some some sort of commer- what I classify as commercial projects. Um, some of it was with higher education partners. Some of it was with um, uh, public sector art. And um, that was a good couple of years. So again, learning how to run a business. Again, very much linked to the the assets of you know the the skills of producing and making things run um, with a with a with a strong team. And then um, for me, it was. It, it, it sort of got to a point of several things that happened with the business, but it got to a point where I needed to change direction um, personally, which I'm very happy to happy to share on that as well. That point um, later on, but um, 
And then I then it was pure opportunity, uh, pure coincidence that when I was um, at home for a, a few months, uh, back moved back home to where my hometown, um, a job came up in, in marketing. And it was it was very apparent to me that those skills that were required in that in that role, um, it wasn't just the fact I knew the institution, but what was required of me was I felt like it was something I could do. And not just that, it was things on the job description, which I'm sure my ex-boss wouldn't mind me saying now, that I knew I couldn't do, that I could, to be effect, I don't know how you're going to react to this, but blag. And I think that's a very important point, is that you need to take leaps of faith when it comes to your career and your work. And um, that's certainly what I did. And one of the big le- learning learning curves for me was, um, if anyone's sort of in the creative sphere or listening to this about that, is Adobe Creative Cloud. So like for me, I, I spend like probably now my working life 30, 40% of my time in a program called InDesign, which is effectively a, a publishing tool. It's what pretty much, you know, most marketing, print marketing you see, as the magazine is made in InDesign. Um, so that was something I learned, you know, off, you know, off the cuff, had to just thrown into it. That's what we're doing. Um, so I think the it's more of a question, going back to your question of how did that sort of transition happen? It's, it's more of a question that it, it it was an opportunity that I saw and decided that with the confidence that previous experiences taught me, I can I can I can handle this. I, I can shape myself, remold myself again. Listening to you, there's still a very clear love between what you do now and what you studied. And I don't want to put words in your mouth at any stage, but I wonder, you know, since you had such a passion for what you studied and you know you're trying to find a way to move into move in a different direction was it a potentially rocky path yeah i would i'd would, I would go further to say um there were moments where i was um gutted frustrated even anger about the way my career was going specifically in around about 2011 2012 um where I was coming to a, a personal realization that it wasn't an industry I wanted to work in. Um, I've got lots of friends now that um, I'm still in touch with, and also I follow online that have done really well for themselves, um, and it's an industry that's worked for them. For me personally, it wasn't a route I wanted to go down for, for lots of different factors. Um, it's not just about the um, the lifestyle; it's about the remuneration. Um, it's about how you're treated as a as a as an individual in that sector um i think it can be very rewarding but i think you have to be prepared to effectively give a lot of yourself up and um over the years i i I would i think i'm fair to say without you know being too pompous about things so that i really don't like that word but i think i've given a lot of myself anyway and 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 i saw that the door to that and, and it was very much well now you have to give a lot lot more are you prepared to do that um, and if you are, you will you will excel. And if you want that, then good on you. You will excel because for me, it, it wasn't. It was it was it was something that that I didn't want to didn't want to put myself through. But going back to your actual question about if it was rocky, um, yeah, it was. There was a state of depression. Wouldn't be the too, would be too strong would be a too strong of phrase and word to use. But there was a point where I was I was thinking, you know, is is this all I am now? Oh, okay, I'm just going to do do marketing um but you know we've all got our place in the world and um i know that i've 
you know, I've had a, a, a good impact on the teams I've worked with um, and, th- and they've had a, a, a positive impact on me, you know, so um, and, and we've done some great stuff with the organisations I've worked with. Josh, can I just intersect there? Because something's kind of dawned on me when I've, I've been listening to you over the, the last few minutes. And before this conversation started, I never would have thought there was any real connection between being a TV producer and being a marketing manager for me. I would have thought they were two very, very different roles. But hearing you talk about them, hearing you talk about the kind of the the, the roles and the functions that they play within, you know, both potential organizations, there does seem to be a bit of a crossover there. And I'm wondering, was that a conscious uh, realization on your part? Or was it something that as you went along and, and started your new role as a marketing manager, that you realized actually there are skills here that I can bring in from my old training and my my old way of doing things into this new job, into this new environment, in this new role. Um, probably the latter completely fell into as I went along, but I think your your point on um, you know absolutely your point on how they actually um, you know there's a, a synergy there absolutely. Um, and when I look at kind of you know being a marketing manager, there was a, a LinkedIn post I'll, I'll need to share with you so you can maybe share it on the on the on the podcast or you know wherever. But um, there's a LinkedIn post that's that, that's literally uh, it, it's from someone that's a marketing manager. It's one of these posts on LinkedIn. We've all seen them before, and they've been shared like loads of times. Loads of people liked them, commented on, and it's from someone that's in that role and has, has analysed their role. And it was really quite clever. It's literally a uh, you know a minefield of all these different terms of you know and in the middle it's like what is a marketing manager and it's everything from events manager through to social media guru, seo optimizer through to you know um designer through to you know um you know expert in in this and, and product design and all these sort of things and all these sort of, and you think you step back and you think you know or to the lay person i think you know nah you don't do that well, yeah, you know, I mean, massive, massive involvement in all those areas and so much more. And it was really when I first saw that, it was actually it was a little bit of a, a, a an aha moment there for me, actually, because I thought, actually, yeah, marketing managers do do all that. And I'm doing lots of that and I'll probably end up doing most of that as well. So, um, you know, there, there is a synergy with um, organizing ideas, people, um, you know, what I'd classify as incoming you know the idea the process how we're going to make it work and then outgoing following that all through you know yeah you're absolutely right and i think probably that's probably why i am still doing it after having two or three roles now in that that sphere okay so we have you know to your story we've kind of got a, a top and tail end of it we've got the you know you go into university to do your degree to be a tv producer now you're a marketing manager We've got bits of the story filled in along the way that, you know, you start, set up your own business, you um, gradually kind of walked away from that and, and started moving into marketing. But what were the actual steps you did to figure that out? Because it sounds like there was no roadmap once things with Contrapunto came to an end and you had to start figuring out what to do next. So what did you do? I think for me, a lot of it was testing things trying out new things what am I going to do I mean I was I was in a period in my life that um um you know I felt I felt I felt lost you know I felt lost as an individual um I very much kind of felt that I'd done my degree I'd done 
well in my degree. You know, I'd, I'd had a great time, made some great content, um, worked with some very talented people um, who have gone on to do some some fantastic things in the in the industry and made a good good name for themselves. Um, and for me, I saw that and I thought, well, yes, I know I didn't want that. And I'd, I'd come to that realization at that point, but it, it still was hurtful that that I didn't, that even though I did, chose not to chose not to go for it, that I didn't didn't have it. If that makes sense, does that make sense? And it sounds a bit of a, a weird thing. So when you think about it, it, it kind of you, you get it. Um, and so for me, Contrapunto, which coming back to the the, the production company I did, was kind of that uh, that testing bed, that place to test out okay could I run a business could I you know or could I be entrepreneurial well yeah I probably could and I learned lots of things from that um and then it was on the side it was all the, the work experience different things we did with I did personally with um production companies and things like that so there was a lot of testing going on and I think that's how I got through it kind of from a professional point of view and from an emotional point of view um it was it was it was it was a long process. I mean, it was it was probably two years of me sort of really, you know, just being a bit just being a bit grumpy with myself, probably, you know, just being grumpy. Um, and I didn't didn't show it a lot, but very very grumpy about it and down. And that's when I then decided when things had kind of wound up with Contrapunto for for various reasons, um, it was time to actually have a physical move. And I never thought I'd physically be I'm living back in my hometown and um, coming back here um, those doors those doors opened and made me realize I could sort of go in go into marketing and and those skills work so I think it was it was that change of energy which was which was really important because I got to a point where I was in Sunderland I absolutely loved Sunderland it was an amazing part of the country the northeast and I always go back there a couple of times a year as much as you know as much as I can to kind of even if I don't have many people there anymore it's nice to be in that that energy it's very positive energy it's very uh, very welcoming um so I visit I do I do make an effort to, to visit visit it but it was very clear that I wasn't moving much as forward as I'd want to um wanted to um at the rate I wanted to in that same environment so sometimes a physical move is really important even if it is back to what I classify as base you know I mean I've, I've considered ridiculous things like oh i'm i'm gonna travel australia i'm gonna you know um but sometimes it's just you know you inside saying look you know you need to make that that a physical move the whole purpose as you know of this podcast is to try and help people who were in the same situation that you were in after university the same situation i was in after university the same situation a lot of people are in after university where they realize they want to change direction but don't know where to go or what to do next so from your experience what advice would you give anyone listening who is in that situation now or thinks they might be in that situation now i think that the first thing i'll probably spin it out to a few other things but the first thing which it really i think is i'm very passionate about and to see others grow is be be brave it sounds a bit cheesy um but be brave in a sense that try things out and when you're trying them out don't think too much about it like uh, i'm really good at giving this sort of advice to people but not taking it on board myself but you know just don't think too much about it just just do it so like if you're like well 
I just want to try if this works. And like, it might not, but I just want to do it. Um, and I'm just thinking from a creative point of view, you know, it might be, um, I want to see if I can, um, I'm thinking of something, a skill that I use and design something. Okay, well, okay, grab that, you know, that brochure that you see for, or think of a product that you really, you, I don't know, you think of a, I don't know, it's a bit topical, but Dyson's just decided today that he's not going to make electric cars. Well, a few weeks ago, you might have thought of Dyson, oh, I'm going to design a brochure or something for, for an electric, new electric car, you know, give it a go. Just give it a go. Just get, you know, download in design or download a program like it and just have a play around. Um, you know, there's, you know, that's what is amazing about YouTube now, self-learning, all that sort of thing. But the, the main takeaway from that is just don't think about it too much. Just don't, don't be critical of what you've done, but just do it. Just, just do it. Don't, don't sort of, you know, when you're doing something like that and being brave, don't procrastinate. And in the same vein to my last question, being someone who was a little bit further down the line than some of the people listening to this, is there anything you would have done differently? I I I honestly feel that I maybe couldn't have done more. But if I if there's something I wanted to do differently, it would just be engage with even more people. You know, and that sounds that sounds like I think I engage with quite a lot of people, but engage from more and more people from more businesses, more backgrounds, more. Um, in, in the area and specifically I'm thinking in the area of, of the northeast when I was there because that was for me was a very defining professional professionally defining moment for me um, would be to actually just just in, reach out just think outside the box spend some time thinking outside the box who could I who could I approach have a conversation with or network with or um, have some coffee with and listen to them about what they're doing because that was a, a lot of it was 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 networking at that time in, in my career less so now I want to get more into it now that I'm sort of settled in my career. Um, but that would be to, 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 to get to know more people. And um, also, um, it would be, I think I needed to move sooner than I did. I think I left it too late. So I think it's just gauging um, when you need a physical move to, to re, um, re, re sort of give yourself a bit, bit of momentum. Um, listen, listen to your gut, listen to your gut on that. Um, rather than kind of, I was, I felt like I was a bit of a cat with my claws in and just, and just think, no, I'm comfortable, I'm comfortable here. Um, so just, just listen. As soon as that that emotion comes that you want to move or you know, physical move, um, start, start putting the feelers out. But okay, whether it's going to a different town or city, moving country, going back home, whatever it is, don't. And then once, once you've kind of explored that and, and got an option that you really like the sound of and feel and resonate with just do it don't don't sort of um don't sort of hold on to hold on to sort of the, the nostalgia of where you've been because i think that that holds you back certainly held me back for i'm probably talking sort of six months you know not a huge deal but it's still time that that could have been better served you know from a from a professional point of view that was joshua coles talking about his experience of moving from originally wanting to be a tv producer to now working as a marketing manager for the company scooter pack there are two aspects of Josh's story that I found particularly interesting. The first is when we talk about people's careers, there's a little bit that I don't think in higher education people talk about enough, and that is lifestyle. Josh touches on this in the interview. He talks about, you know, the, the pay he's going to get, how the industry operates. It just really wasn't for him. So he decided to move away from that. But the other side of it is, is that there was aspects of what he loved from his degree and from his course and what he was trained in as, as a TV producer. The organising people, the creativity, the kind of bringing people together to put, put out content. 
And he took those aspects and he pulled them into an area that did suit him a bit better. Now, I don't think, and I think it's quite clear listening to the interview there, that that was a conscious choice. It was something that he just did instinctively. So I'm wondering how much of that applies to you. If you're thinking of moving away from, you know, whatever area you studied in, what parts of it do you, did you enjoy? What parts of it are transferable? There's a phrase in higher education where we talk about transferable skills a lot, and it, it can come across as a cliche, but it is true. There will be things you've learned that you can apply in a different setting if you just have a think about it. The second thing I thought was fascinating was the idea of moving on. Josh talked about physically moving on. He went from Sunderland, where he studied, back to his hometown down south. But you don't have to physically move to move on. Sometimes it's just accepting that, you know, what you did was great, but now it's time to look at something different. There is one more thing I'd like to say about Josh's career path to date, and that is that I think unintentionally it's had a sort of cyclical nature to it. Josh walked away from wanting to work in the media several years ago and started focusing on building a career in marketing, leading to the role he's in now as a marketing manager. But what's interesting is when Josh took that role, there was no requirement for him to have anything to do with the media. But a little while later, as the company grew, there was suddenly a need in the company for a company spokesperson, for someone to deal with the media, to do interviews, to answer questions. They needed someone who had a media training and background. That wasn't why they hired Josh, but he had it. So suddenly he found himself back in doing interviews, talking to the press, dealing with all the things that he'd been dealing with previously, but just from a different angle. In fact, if any of you live in the Norfolk area, you'll probably have heard Josh on one of the local radio stations at some point. I don't know if I have a particular point with this. I just think it's interesting that after years of learning a particular skill, one that he perhaps thought was going to be useless and he'd never have to use again, it became relevant, but not straight away. And I wonder if something like that could happen to more than just him. Thank you for listening to this episode of Graduate Compass. Remember, if there is a degree subject or specific industry you would like to be featured on any future episodes, then we would love to hear from you and know what you are trying to find out. Our email is info at graduatecompass.ie.